0: This
1: This is is the
2: VIP VIP show on WBCA 102.9 FM Boston. Good evening, Boston. Welcome back to the VIP show. We are here with Youth Police and Partnership for VIPs from our Youth Police and Partnership Program, our summer program, with Children's Services at Roxbury. It is always a pleasure to have you join us. My name is Harry Harding. I'm the host of the VIP show. My co-host today is Tim Fitzgerald, Program Manager at YPP. Tim, what's good?
0: Everything is great. Thank you for having me again.
2: All, always a pleasure to be with you, sir. And I will say um, this is another extraordinary group of young people that we have to share their opinions, their voices, their minds, their brilliance with you today. And so without further ado, I want to get right to our young people. Um, Just remember that the VIP show is brought to you by Children's Services of Roxbury and WBCA 102.9 FM, Boston, Boston's community radio station. Um, Again, four brilliant young minds in the studio today from YPP. Uh, I want to introduce you to Josh, Niara, Selena, a.k.a. Rocky, and our friend Javinsky. All of them are in the studio today uh, and blessing us with their brilliance. So uh, without further ado, Josh, take it away. Introduce yourself. Who are you? Let the audience know who you are.
3: My name is Josh, and I'm 16, I go to Neighborhood House Trials School, and I like to play sports. My favorite is basketball and track.
2: Okay. And how long have you been in YPP? One year. One year. Okay. That's what's up, man. Welcome to YPP, and welcome to the VIP show. Thank you. Uh, let's go with your neighbor, Javinsky. Javinsky, what's good?
4: Uh, hi, my name is Javinsky. I'm 18, and I go to Boston Collegiate, and I like to play video
2: games. Okay, what's your favorite video game? Uh you have a favorite? I don't have a favorite. Okay, well, uh, like, types. Like, you are you, like, a role-playing game, sports games, like? Uh, I'm mostly into, like, story games. Story games, okay. All right. Next up is Niara. Niara, what's good?
5: Hey, um, I'm Niara. I'm 18. Uh, I mean, I like music. I'm really interested in music, and I also play sports as well. Yeah.
2: How long have you been a YPP?
5: This is my first year. I'm here for the summer, so.
2: That's what's up. Has it been a good experience so far?
5: Amazing. That's
2: what's up. Can't wait to learn more about that. Thank you, Niara. And last and certainly not least is Rocky, a.k.a. well, Selena, a.k.a. Rocky. Welcome (laughs) to the VIP show.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Um... As you know, my name is Selena. I'm 15 and I go to Margarita Muniz. I don't know how to really pronounce it, but Academy. And I like to play games, um, paint, or do digital art. Okay. Look after my reptile.
2: Look after you have a reptile? Yep. (laughs) Okay, well, we can't just pass by by that. What kind of reptile do you have?
1: He is a leopard gecko.
2: Leopard gecko. And when did you get into reptiles?
1: I've always been into reptiles ever since I was younger. Every time my mom would go to like Petco, I would always sneak away from her and just stare at like the the chameleons, okay, the geckos,
2: you know. So it's like you're like like most people or a lot of people want like a dog or a cat. Are you like do you want like a komodo dragon? Is that like your I Number mean, one pet goal.
1: If I could get
5: it, then yeah, <laughs> I <Like>, would. <what?
2: laughs> Any other reptile lovers in the building?
5: Me,
2: Niara. You have a you have a, you have a pet reptile too, or I did, one
5: But my little brother killed it. Oh,
2: oh.
5: <laughs> <laughs> he's only five. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay.
2: He didn't eat it, did he?
5: No, I'm just
2: like I <laughs> I'm just no. Fr- fried gecko might be all right. you know. Okay. No, I don't think so. You know, no, <laughs> maybe
5: for the apocalypse. But right now, no, be okay. It'll be okay. No, <laughs> no, gotta try it.
2: Anyway. Yeah, let's let's stay away from as far from the apocalypse as we can. Even I though, like, Go ahead. I, sorry. No, no, you please, go ahead.
1: <laughs> when I'm older, because my mom don't want this in her house, but I want to get a snake. I
5: have uh, a snake. <laughs> my dad had an anaconda. Oh, see, I'm getting a snake.
2: Why no, sna- Josh? You ain't you ain't going with the snake? Nah. Why? What's up? Nah. Some, nah. Of no,
1: some of them like, have some of them have no fangs, so you'll be fine.
2: That venom and nah,
3: they, no, I ain't, ain't taking the risk.
1: The ones that they sell usually got no fangs. They like like they're you're fine.
3: I still ain't taking that risk. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't want to have nothing slithering
2: around, right? They can yeah. still choke you
1: though. You know what? You had to throw that
2: out there. Why is he? <laughs> <it, laughs>
1: I mean, that's not ruining for me. I'm still getting a snake, right? <laughs>
2: Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm curious. What so all of you have been in YPP? Some of you are just just now coming to YPP. I know javinsky has been with YPP a little a little longer, about a year or so. Tell me a little bit about your just experience at YPP so far. What do you What do you enjoy about being uh, part of this program and with your other peer leaders?
5: Um, I like the community, the people here. My first, like when I first walked into YPP, it was a lot of boys. And I was like, I'm finna hate it here. I mm. just, I just knew. I was like, I'm gonna hate it here. And it was actually really like respectful. Everyone there is really respectful and kind, and like they include you in things too. So it's like you're not like, oh my gosh, I'm new. I'm finna sit in the corner, and everybody's gonna have their own clique. It's like you're welcome. So I really liked that. That was my favorite thing about YPP. For me, um,
1: I like wait, wait. I'm sorry. We say the f- our favorite things.
2: Yeah, I mean, it just yeah, your experience with oh, yeah, okay. favorite thing. That's fine. Yeah,
1: my favorite thing is to go out everywhere. What I don't like is traveling, like on buses, and I'm like, okay, this is a lot.
2: So you like you like to travel and don't like to travel at the same time.
1: Yeah, I like the places we go to. I just don't like how it's, to get there. You because... sound
2: confused to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just teasing. I'm just. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay, it's okay to laugh. It's okay. Um tell me but no but just just keep going tell me more about what you your experience what else did, what is it you enjoy about the program
1: I like the people like Niara said everyone's friendly everyone's respectful and I made like a lot of friends so I'm happy about that That's what's
2: up
3: Same thing That's with me cool. when I first walked in everybody introduced me and stuff and then we was <laughs> just laughing and like vibing Right and I like the staff too they are all chill Okay and respectful
2: yeah Anything you, you want to add to that, Javinski? You're kind of the, you're the veteran of the crew. You've been with the, <laughs> the loggers so you like, man, not been here, done that.
4: But yeah, same thing, pretty much the same thing as everyone else. It's also like a good experience for me to like get better at public speaking. Yeah. But also, like Rocky, I I really don't like the traveling that much. <laughs> I, I get lost like every time. <laughs> Literally, I'd be so
1: scared that I'm gonna get lost. That's why I hate. Oh, sorry. That's why I hate traveling, But I enjoy
2: the places that we go to, though. So speaking of that, speaking of some of the places that you've been to this summer, let's talk about though. What, what's some of the experiences that you've had so far this summer? You know, places that you visited, you know, good times, not so good times.
1: I like the cruise we went on. That
2: was Y'all went on a cruise? Wait a minute, that wasn't in the budget, Tim. It took <laughs> the kids on a cruise? <laughs> what kind of program is this? I didn't get to go on the cruise.
1: No, well, literally, what my friends there. said when I told them, they were like, "What y'all went on a cruise? You get paid for that?" And I'm like,
2: yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's the, now. Where was the cruise too?
1: Um, to Spectacle Island. Oh, okay. It was really cool. I didn't like, not like the walking. It was way too hot.
2: Beautiful. To be on the island, beautiful. But <laughs> that beautiful at this time of year, especially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Other, other was other, some of the things you other other experiences.
5: I like the museum. I forget what it was that we went to. Uh-huh. I don't remember the name of it, but it was like, isn't it like the harbor? We was at some type of harbor. Was I there? Yeah, and we was at the museum and everything. We was walking around, and there was like the, um, Tim. Uh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking yeah, about. <laughs> yeah, I know who you're talking about. because remember? I, oh, I, I the, the, the- Christian wait, no, wait, story. Wait. The one with the I see ICU. ICU, right? Oh, I wasn't I,
5: there. Is that what it was? We, we were on, on the, the boat, the right?
0: I had to watch the van. Was it the one we went on yeah, the boat? Oh, yeah, and then we went on the
5: boat after. Yeah, the boat wasn't my favorite part because we was in the sun. But I liked the museum. It was, like, really nice um, art and everything. It was just beautiful. I
2: thought it was called the ICU. ICU. I well, the IC- yeah. I hope it's not the ICU that I'm thinking of because that's that means you had a real bad day and had to go to the emergency <laughs> room. We don't want to end- nobody here end up no, in the ICU. I was about to say, isn't
1: the ICU like in the
2: hospital? Yeah, it's like the in- in <laughs> intensive care unit. We don't yeah. want nobody in the ICU from, from YPP. Let me he ask, this, let me ask this question.
0: Huh? So, <laughs> this question I want to ask. So being in um, Youth Police and Partnership and coming, uh, let's talk about how... You know, we do have fun, but the things that you learn from CPR, also let's talk about do YPP make you more responsible when it comes to life, school, Um, do it help you grow? Let's talk a little about that, where it helped you grow at.
1: It does help me grow at being more organized and responsible.
3: Yeah, it makes us become leaders and stuff. Right, hundred percent. Yeah,
0: let's like, talk a little bit more on that. Yeah, I'm gonna push you a little bit. Let, on let's ahead. talk a little bit more. And Rocky, you just said something that um, you said make you more responsible and stuff. And
1: it's like because the, all the places we have to go. to, Say, for instance, this week has led me to like organize things, like get stuff prepared before we go there.
0: I'm gonna push you a little bit more. Let's talk about when it comes to life, like um, responsibility, you see a different way they're going to help you in school, help you in the community, like uh, bringing you out your shell. we just pushing you that, and I know we have fun, but also let's talk about more like uh, bridging the gap with Boston police, transit police. Let's talk about, you know, Boston health Comm- commissioner with the youth and stuff. Some of the things that we doing that's helping you out that you don't get a chance to experience that we did a yPP Let's talk a little about that
5: um ypp has taught me like life skills we learned how to do cpr which is like it's very useful especially because of like the world that we live in and it's just it's nice to help people out and on top of that ypp has always like with time management because i used to have really bad time management and ypp has taught me that you know to be early is to be on time to be on time is to be late mm-hmm. and to be late is you're failing that, that's just what i this is what i learned from ypp and it's just helped with, like, life skills and, like, life preparations. Just being more aware of what you're doing and, like, being a leader. Not only when you're at work, but outside as well.
3: And to add on, the, the college tours help too because we learn, every like, new things every day in the college and, like, new stuff and, like, new, like, jobs and stuff we never knew about That's and true. all that.
2: You're listening to WBCA 102.9 FM Boston, the VIP show with the VIPs in the building. These are young people from Youth Police and Partnership YPP, uh, the summer program at Children's Services of Roxbury, and these four young people are here to share their brilliance. They are uh, sharing with us not only their experience in YPP, but they're just kind of telling us their thoughts. And you kind of, we kind of started to talk a little bit about. Um, you know, again, beyond just your experience, but what you're learning, because I know it's fun, and like, you know, we've been, we want we want you to enjoy, we want you to have fun. That's a big part of, especially the summer piece, because we can actually be outdoors more. But Tim asked a really good question about also what you're learning, so I want to continue in in that kind of conversation, which is, you know, what other things have you seen, or what other things have you picked up on or learned as you've been uh, experiencing this summer. Um,
5: I learned that. Cause in, in the, um, African American communities or like POC communities, you kind of are kind of taught, like stay away from the police, don't talk to the police. And we got to speak to, um, three police. Well, I think it was two police officers and one was a detective Mm -hmm. and we got to talk to them and it like really opened my eyes as well as a couple of other people at YPP about like just that it's okay. Like you can talk to the police and the way that they help and their duty to like just their devotion to their job and everything. Um, I just learned a lot about like police and we talked about mass shootings. So mm. we got to learn like different laws and the way that certain things are supposed to work, how the police are supposed to react and just things around that.
4: Also to add on to that, it's, it helps us have like, have like a better relationship with the police because they're the people that we're supposed to call if we need help. And mm. we can't do that if we're, if we're not like on
2: good terms with them.
5: Right.
2: Such a, such a good point. And the hard part about trying to get young people, and really anyone in general, to appreciate the relationship between police and the community is that it's it starts with relationship, right? Like, if you don't have a relationship, and that's with anyone, but if, particularly if you don't have a relationship with law enforcement, to your point, Javinsky, how are you actually going to be able to then trust that you can call that person for help? How are you actually going to be able to you know, solve different issues in the community if there's not a relationship. And so, what this program has been able to do for the last 25 years is to help young people build that relationship, give them that opportunity to build relationship with police, and similarly give police an opportunity to build relationship with young people. And it's a, it's a, it's the, it's a, it's been the key and crucial point of this entire program. Um, so, I, I applaud the young people here today in the studio for so, for representing that um let's stay there for example let's stay there for a second actually because you know you all we we don't all i've said this before on the show we don't often ask the young people in our communities what they feel what they believe how to change what solutions look like And, and some and when we do it sometimes it's like it's like okay yeah and we just we just dismiss it and i don't I don't want to continue that. I think that part of what, and again, Tim, you can jump in any time here. Part of the, with the reason why I think these programs exist is to give light and give power to young people to make sure they recognize that they are just as valuable as anyone in the community.
0: Uh, one thing, to first start off, when you have organized staff, you set the youth up for success. And one thing I believe in is that I believe in, and... Anyone could speak on that from the youth. I want to make sure they have voices. Even if we have little hiccups, um, we always want to build them up. And I always say this, and I'm going to continue saying this. I try to change youth behavior, not punish them, but change their behavior, yeah. um, you know, on certain things. And um, a lot of adults forget that we was youth, too. But my my main concern... That's because it was
2: a long, long time ago.
0: (laughs) My main concern, and the youth here can tell you that, I want to make sure I have feedback, you know, how you feel about certain things and we talk about things. I want to make sure their voices count. I just don't want to hear my voice. I'll be like, okay, if we had to change something, do you feel that I was too strict on it? or Um, Because I said I still have room to grow. So, And it's very important to hear from them. And I tell them, I don't take anything personal. You come to me, you know, I want to be available when you come to me. I want to be approachable. I want the staff to be approachable. And we have staff have this open door policy. And I do tell you, by me the program manager, um, certain things they will have to come to me and talk to me about, but we keep things private.
2: So um, I'm curious from the young people, talk about your belief in how we can build relationships with law enforcement, to solve community issues. What does that look like?
5: Um, I feel like it definitely looks like what we have already been doing with the police, sitting down and actually having those conversations Mm -hmm. and being able to like ask questions. Because I feel like people always like, <clears throat> one thing that we did speak with the police is how it's very like common for people to see that the police did one thing bad and now it's like, oh, all officers do this and et cetera, et cetera. We spoke with the police officers where they told us about um, how they help a lot of different communities and different things that they do, how it doesn't get recognized as much as like something that like goes wrong. So I feel like with building that relationship, it's more so about actually sitting down and having these conversations. Mm-hmm. Even if it's just, like, a small, like, oh, how's your day been? And okay, was work busy? Like, just small things. Everything matters. The little things matter. Definitely.
4: Uh, yeah, I feel like, um, I don't really know how to phrase it, but, like, like I, I know that all cops are not bad, but I feel like, The fact that there's some that are bad is enough for people to be afraid, Mm -hmm. and I feel like if, like if the police like interacted with just normal everyday people more, I feel like they could lessen that fear a bit, maybe.
2: What do you think about that? What do you think about that, Josh?
3: Yeah, I agree with him.
5: I agree as well.
1: On the media, especially, a lot of cops are a lot of cops are portrayed as horrible violent people when some of them aren't
2: and so what does dialogue do to help change that and 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 can and well let me say this is dialogue the only way we can change that what like that that's kind of what i was getting at before like what else can we do because talking about it, i think is important we know that but what else can we do
4: i think we could have like maybe like programs with like kids and police okay so they could feel like maybe that police aren't like an authority figure but like a normal person just like
2: them so more more interaction with with youth and police you're saying yeah in the community i
5: agree and not just youth i feel like it should also be the adults because a lot of beliefs of children start at home Mm -hmm. so it's like if the way that most people are growing up specifically people of color the way that they're like telling themselves oh the police are bad that comes from at home where it's like all right don't talk to the police the police aren't your friend it's not just the media and everything but i feel like besides just like the police building that relationship with the youth it also has to be with adults even if it's like older adults it just needs to be like everyone in general because like beliefs Mm -hmm. most of the time start at home Mm -hmm. true
2: You're listening to The VIP Show on WBCA 102.9 FM, Boston, Boston's community radio station. The VIP Show is brought to you by Children's Services of Roxbury and the Young People of Youth Police and Partnership, YPP. Uh, We have four young people from our summer program at YPP here in the studio today. We have Josh, uh, Rocky, a.k.a. or Selena, a.k.a. Rocky. I keep doing that. I don't know why I keep (laughs) doing that. Uh, But we have Josh, Rocky, Uh, Niara and Javinsky in the building today. Uh, And so let's let's move on and talk a little bit about uh, a project that you, the young people, have uh, invested in and a project that you are putting together for the end of the summer called Unity Day. Mm -hmm. And we've I've talked to a number of your um, peer leaders and your colleagues and everyone is excited about uh, the Unity Day. Talk to me about, you know, why is it that you chose Unity Day? Why are you excited about it? And, um, yeah, let's just talk Unity Day. So there it is.
0: Don't forget, it's Youth Unity Day.
2: Youth (laughs) Unity Day. Thank you for that. Why Youth Unity Day? Well,
5: it's in the name, Youth and Unity. We need to come together as, like, a community. And I feel like... everyone's really excited for Unity Day just because of the different activities we have going on and it really shows like what we've been learning because I feel like the way that we spoke about like YPP you were probably like how does Unity Day have anything to do with y'all going on cruises? But it's like (laughs) like it's just the fact that the life lessons that we're learning and the way that we interact with people which is why Unity Day is like really the main topic right now at YPP. And yeah. Everyone who's listening, y'all should y'all can come. It's going to be at
0: 504 Dudley Street. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> no, no. Thank you. <laughs> now, if you want to
1: remember things very well, Niara.
5: Yeah, I definitely do, but uh-huh. guys, bring, bring y'all's kids, like parents, brothers, sisters, and just be... enjoy your time. There'll be food there.
3: Time, Bobby out. Time, out.
0: time out, time out, time out, time out. I heard you said something about parents, but the oh thing about, gosh, <laughs> is. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. Yeah, let's laugh about this. Oh I just heard God. bring your parents, and I asked every last one of y'all invite your parents. And a lot of y'all said, a majority of y'all, something like two people said, no. And I said, when I was young, I'd be happy for my parents to see the hard work I did, what I accomplished. I ain't just come to YPP just to be coming here. I want them to see what I accomplished. So why is it so hard to invite your parents when I always ask y'all, let us invite y'all parents so they can see the hard work you do. Why is it so hard? Damn. about embarrass us? Uh, <laughs> it's
1: embarrassing
5: uh, though, right? I mean,
1: Oh, this for, is
0: a great
5: topic. Look, for me, it's not embarrassing. I just feel like my mama be doing to me. Literally. <laughs> she,
2: be, she be what?
5: She be doing too much. She be doing like, too much? She gonna come up, she gonna be there and she be like, where's your friends? And I'm telling her about my friends and she's like... Oh, your Niara's friends? She don't ever bring you around. My mama, every time we go outside and I be like, yeah, and we can, I'm going to have my friends come. She's like, you don't got no friends.
3: I'm his. And then
5: she meets my friends and she's like, so why y'all don't come around? Like, she used to be doing too much. And then she's going to be talking to Tim and Jasmine and like, oh, she she be behaving.
0: She be doing what she <laughs> need
5: to do. And it's like,
0: We have good no. things to say.
5: My mom is
1: very, very supportive. But to me, it's just the way she shows her support mm. is embarrassing. <laughs>
0: Tell, tell, strong, tell, tell, me tell, more, me tell me more. Me tell me,
1: yeah, me, yeah, me what's more. That, about what's that, that mean? Why embarrassing? <laughs> I don't know. She'd be like, "Oh my gosh, she did this!" Wow, Selena, and she's all loud, and I'm like, "Okay."
0: She's she's proud of her
2: baby. <laughs> yeah. What's wrong with that?
1: It's not wrong. It's just I don't know. Ooh, keep hitting the mic. <laughs> Nothing
0: wrong with that.
3: All right. I took my mom to an open house once in my school. Right. He goes in the hallway telling, like, oh, you Josh's friend? I'm like, you can truly see my friends, bro. And it's like, bro, it's embarrassing.
5: No, we love Josh's mom. We stand Josh's mom. She's iconic. Hey, hey, hey,
0: Josh hey. Josh's hey, mom getting praised. Getting, getting praised. I love that. What about you, Jorinsky? What about you?
4: I mean, my dad is, he's just going to post it all over Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. I don't. I don't want to be on Facebook.
5: <laughs> <laughs> they love taking pictures. Oh my oh, yeah, goodness, real. real. Oh yeah. When They'd
1: I graduated, when I graduated eighth grade, my mom. It was like the graduation because of COVID. It was like twenty minutes. She took ten million pictures. Oh my gosh. She said, "Go in this post. Go in that
5: post. And she's like i'll be trying to enjoy my life she'd be like come take this picture right for me." <laughs> right. like no <laughs> i
3: asked my mom why you take all these pictures she was like oh when you get old it
0: makes you younger i'm like what <laughs>
1: <laughs> i think she means it like makes you relive yeah but, um,
0: that's I, great let me ask y'all this question then and coming to ypp um our, mm-hmm. you said about all your skills then. Uh, Let's talk about friendship skills. Mm -hmm. The friendship skill will help you, like, when you go back to school. All of y'all got answers. It's going to help you go back to school when you have this engagement with youth. Um, Do you feel that you had, like, coming to YPP, you feel you could have a better relationship with youth in school than you have in YPP? Yeah.
5: I think YPP has taught me, like, insert yourself into these conversations like you don't got to hold back and wait till you're brought into it you can insert yourself because everyone's just really welcoming so that's really helpful with like friendships because you'll be thinking like oh I don't want to go speak to this person because they're probably going to be rude and that person's like oh I'm not going to go speak to this person because they're probably going to be rude whole time y'all want to be friends and y'all could have just went up and spoke to each other mm-hmm.
0: Rocky
1: Rocky huh? <laughs> 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 what was the question?
0: About friendship no skills.
1: friendship, friendship
0: skills, skills. friendship skills. Cisco, so like, the YPP did it help will it help you grow more when you go to school or in your community when it comes to friendship skills. Um,
1: yeah, I've learned to be more outgoing than I was. Um, because every like Niara said, everyone here is very welcoming. Um, it's like, but it's taught me to like jump into conversations when people are talking.
2: Mm. What about community just in general, so one of the things you, you and you're you're seeing you're experiencing this now as you're on the radio, but one of the things that we as a staff want to try to grow is the young people's communication skills with digital, right? So not just radio but broadcasting, podcasting, um, getting them to really not only understand and activate their voice but then bring it to the community. How does that sound to you all as you are as you're thinking as you're hearing us think about that vision what does that sound like to you Mm -hmm. so let me ask it a different way when you when we one of the things we really want is for your voices to be heard in the community and not just because we want people to hear them but because we want actual solutions right we want your voice to be part of taking action how does that sound to you is that something that is is that inspiring to you? Is that something that you want to be a part of?
0: Making changes in your Making community. changes
2: in the community through your voice.
3: Yeah, because I feel like youth don't get enough credit. Exactly. All the adults do. All the, say again? All the adults do.
0: Adult, adults get credit. In, yeah. yeah. How, you, how how can y'all change that from where all adults? Uh, and I'm going to use this for example. And Harry tell you we just did a back-to-school cookout um, in How Park. Um, I just, me personally, I just feel was enough youth there. It was a lot of adults, even though we had a good time, enjoy each other. But um, I just feel it should have been more youth there, um, enjoying each other, having fun. Because um, on the committee I'm on, that's why I put this on. I'm part of the youth committee, committee, and I was just disappointed that we ain't have, we put we put it out there. But I was just disappointed if we we had more adults than they call it a back to school cookout for youth, and I was just disappointed it's more adults than youth. But how can we put that out more in the community for youth to come together, just like y'all doing yeah, the Youth Unity that was Day?
2: A great question. How do we? How can we? How are we going to get young people to come to uni, Youth Unity Day? Mm. Make them feel relevant, welcome.
0: Right. How? What how? Is, what does that look like? Advertise. What can we do to, to get them to our Unity Day? What can we do to whatever youth? <laughs> I feel
5: like it's a 50-50 thing. Okay. Every relationship is a 50-50 thing. Because it's like you can advertise it and be like, yeah, we're going to have activities that youth like. And then it's like the youth might be like, oh, my friend's not going, so I'm not going to go. or <laughs> They're like, oh, I don't know who else is going to be there, so I'm not going to go. It's like I feel like it really is a 50-50 thing. Because it's like, yeah, you can do all you you can. Versus like saying "Oh, the activities we're going to have and we're going to have food. Everybody loves food. But it's like. I feel like a lot of youth, they kind of are like, oh, I just don't want to be here. And it's not really a specific reason, just not wanting to be there.
2: So can we get a little deeper? So let, so take it beyond Unity Day. What gets you, and speak from your own experience, what gets you to go anywhere? Like, beyond just going with your friends, and if that's, if that's it, fine. But what, what else? Like, what gets you motivated to get up and go and do something in the community?
3: All right, for me, if there's, like, a party... Or something on social media, there's gonna be like a lot of people like posting it and stuff and being like, Pop out is gonna be lit. And just like, <laughs> you feel <telling laughs> me? Out. Pop,
5: what does he say? Pop, Pop out. out. is gonna be
1: lit. Yeah. Pop out. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Pop out? Like, come. I mean, show up.
3: Uh,
0: so, uh, the Unity Day, um, uh, so you just said something that was very important, Josh. So, and that's very key what you just said because um, a lot of youth, they see something on social media about a party. You can even know one person or you don't know someone. Um, like we putting that to, we putting this unity day together, but you'll take a chance. Youth will take a chance to go to somebody's house or somewhere they don't know and they show up and just turn up. What's the difference between doing that and what Harry just asking about? How can we get them to come to unity day? Because what I'm saying right now, a lot of youth is not interested in anything no more. And what can we do to motivate them to come back to you know, to this.
5: I feel like the problem is a lot of people want to be grown already. Like a lot of... I've met people who would rather go party and be out till like 3 in the morning Mm -hmm. rather than go to an event where they're finna learn a whole bunch of information and then Mm -hmm. be home by like 10. And it's just more so about like trying to be cool and fitting in with the crowd and what's going on. It's like, it's not really much that adults can do because kids are so focused on, like, their phone and hanging with their friends and how people are finna look at them versus, like, what can I get out of this experience? Mm. So, like I said, it's really a 50-50 thing because, like, adults, y'all can do, like, as much as y'all can, get as much insight as y'all can, and it's still gonna be a thing of, like, is this person gonna show up?
2: I have a couple questions um, that are rolling around in my head. One is around... You just got me thinking the around social media in general mm-hmm. as the generation where, you know, so, so let me back up. So in Tim and I are, are, Tim is a little older than me, but we're roughly around the same generation. And so we are, we use social media obviously very differently than, than your generation does, but we're still kind of like, we, we actually saw so the growth and birth of social media and now we're seeing it. You all kind of, like you will your social media is just part of who you are it's just what it is in your existence like you didn't have to necessarily you know it's just it is what it is and my question is what draws you what what are you so drawn to in social media why is it such a big part of your day to day you know what i mean what about what's what's the magnet what is it that you appreciate or love about social media i mean i think for me i think it's
4: more about like like ease of access cuz like, I have a friend. He moved. But, like, we still talk to each other, like, every single day because, you know, we have social media. Mm. We could still have that kind of interaction even though we're not, like, near each other.
2: Hmm. There's a healthy part. What about, what about the more... So, that, so I hear that there's a healthy part in terms of being able to have connection. I know there's also a very toxic element of social media. Tell me your impressions on that. How do you either avoid it or just what's your general thoughts around how people use to- social media toxically? I mean, I think uh, some people feel like
4: since they're on social media, they're like untouchable, I guess. So they feel like they could do like do or say anything mm. without, um, having a consequence, I guess. Mm.
2: The
3: thoughts that. Um, if we're talking about, like, when the artists are being grown, I feel like some people, like, try to be cool and, like, beat up somebody just to, like, get known or, like, like represent, like, themselves. Like, I can't really explain it, but, like, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, they'll beat up like someone clou- like, like the clown. You got to get clout and stuff mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and, and to colleges. make them seem like they're a big dog or something
5: doesn't
3: make you cool That's just, i know That's
5: what it's I'm just saying. the way that society is though yeah. like with everything right. with social media like today everybody everything's about your appearance how you're seen i feel like a lot of people like they be stuck in their phone because they're looking at another person's lifestyle thinking this is what i want and then it's like now you're stuck in your phone looking at how they did this and why they did this and now you're like all right i'm gonna do this and but you're still focused on your social media it's just oh don't know I mm-hmm. didn't grow up off social media, so I can't really speak on it. And my mom made sure that we didn't... We got our phones taken away all the time. Go outside. Y'all need to go play jump rope. Learn these, like, hopscotch and all these games, like, Mama, Mama, Can't You See? And
0: everything. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what you, you, year you, you was born? Because that sound like our generation. You just
5: <laughs> 2004, no. but my mom, my mom, like... We grew up, so my, my grandmother and my great-grandmother, they're Southern, so they're from, like, Alabama and everything. And it was always a thing of, like, y'all had their in y'all phone, and it's like, all right, y'all need to, y'all spent an hour watching TV. Now y'all finna go outside and go interact with people. Like, I got, we used to be riding our bikes and everything. We was up and down the streets. It was, all the kids used to be outside. We used to be breaking. I don't know if this is illegal or not, guys, but <laughs> those little, um what are they, it's like a, not a fire hydrant. Those things that are outside and if you break the top, it's water comes out. Oh, like the, the fire. Hydrant. Yeah, fire hydrant. Yeah, the fire hydrant. We used to be breaking those, playing around like it was sprinklers. It used to be. We was always in a big group. We used to all walk together to the park, which was up the street. We used to go to the corner store. We had the ice cream trucks and everything. I would be doing the same thing with my little brother, though, because he's so invested in, like, the phone and, like, the tablet. He'll be like, give me your phone. Give me a phone. I would be like, I'm about to teach you how to jump rope. You need to know how to do everything. And it's like,
1: I agree. I don't know. Mm. It's same for me because, like Niara said, back then, like around when I was like a toddler, we all we all we were always outside. But growing up, I realized how isolated people, like kids, mm. became as they got more into like social media and, te- and technology and stuff.
2: Rocky, you just brought up a, a really good word that uh, of isolated, and mm-hmm. it, it reminded me of a conversation I've had with some of your peers around COVID. And it's curious, I'm, I'm, it makes me curious, how has COVID affected you all? Um, and, you know, it was, yeah, leave it at there. How, how has COVID affected you all?
1: It was really bad for me. Um, I would stay in my room, like, all the time, and my grades, because we did Zoom and stuff, mm-hmm. my grades were really, like, downhill. But, and after, like, my it was a lot going on for me. It was a lot happening. And when Zoom was... So, so I wasn't... I didn't care about school and stuff. I just wanted to be on my phone by myself. And my grandma, we... Um, I, like, got mad at her a lot because um, she would always try to, like... I don't know. the What I was going through back then, she would always, like, try to pull me out the room and stuff. And But she... Made sure, and I appreciate, I really appreciate her for this. She, like, she made sure that I got my grades up, that I felt better, that I talked to someone. And that's, and slowly when, (coughs) sorry, slowly when Zoom, like, when COVID went down and we could, like, go to school again, I was, I got better and I
0: passed. Great. Great. Shout out to your grandma for that. Mm -hmm. Yes. And shout out
2: to you for, for enduring other other how I was I'm curious to hear from some of you, too, is, you know, not just, you know, just in general. COVID, how's that been that? Have you experienced that isolation? Has that been something that's been also a reality for you?
3: I mean, for me, it wasn't that bad because, like, all the people I used to talk to during quarantine, we talked on the video game and we were just and stuff and we still linked up and stuff. So it wasn't even that bad.
2: OK. Mm. Fair enough. I
5: mean, for me, it wasn't like I mean, I feel like a isolation makes people depressed like a lot of people I feel like I really I didn't struggle with my mental health but I was really like everywhere with my mental health just because I was so used to being out and interacting with people and having like not worrying about oh I gotta put my mask on I gotta stand six feet away from whoever I want to see and it was like it was just complicated but I also feel like it was also also helpful because it made me get back into my music and. Right before quarantine hit, I had recently had, like, a lot going on. So it did, at the beginning, kind of make me be, like, isolated. And I was very much all on my phone. And I wasn't interacting with nobody. I was in my room all the time. But then eventually I realized, like, you know, this is time where I could be working on myself. So that when I do finally go back outside, it's like I got a lot of things together. So it was helpful, but it was also, like, negative at the same time.
4: Uh, For me, it was... Kind of, it was good and bad because, like, my grades were, like, really, really bad. I ended up failing. And uh, I have anxiety, and it, it got, like, way worse over mm. COVID. But also it was good because it was, like, like I feel like before COVID, I was, like, like, a really, like, angry person. Like, I would get mad at everything. <laughs> but now I'm kind of, like, like... I don't know, calmer, I guess.
2: And you, th- and you, you're, you give credit to COVID for that, or what are you giving credit to making you calmer? What do you feel like has made you more calm? I guess it was like, since I was like kind of like isolated, I guess mm-hmm. it was like
4: I had time to focus on myself, like mm. stay away from other people.
0: Let me ask this question. So, um, so we talking about COVID? When y'all first heard y'all going to be out of school for a while, because, you know, when you have a snow day, you're all excited. You don't have to go to school. You was very excited about that. How did y'all feel when y'all felt when y'all heard that we may, we might be out of school for the rest of the year, just be, you know, we lost our human connection, but you're going to be home. Were you excited in the beginning? And, Javinsky, I'm going to come back to you, because you just said something that was important, because I was trying to understand, um, and then someone helped me understand that, some kids, some youth, was in school. Their grades was going down, but when they got by themselves, you know, uh, it made a big difference. But it was vice versa when they're at home, their grades went up. So, but the first question I was asked: How y'all felt when y'all heard y'all gonna be home for like for the rest of the year? What came to y'all mind?
4: For me, I was, I was excited cause I thought it was only gonna be for like April and March, and then it ended up being for like the the whole school year. Mm-hmm. And then that's when I wasn't, like, excited.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was excited, too, at first, because I was just like, who wants to get up every day to go to school? I was like, I'm going to just be laying in my bed, and I'm going to log on to Zoom, and I'm going to be eating my food. And I was excited. But then it was like, is it we was on longer? It was kind of like, no, I don't want to do this no more. Yeah, same.
1: Um, I felt really happy because I was like, oh, I get to hang out with my friends, I don't get to do anything, I get to stay in my room, but like, this, it was just, as time went on, it just kept repeating every day, it was the same thing for the whole year, just being in your room and on Zoom, and it like, it wasn't fun no more, so.
3: I'm not glad, the style was mad happy, because me and my friends used to be like gamers, right, and like 2K20 and GTA, like when they first came out, the game was tough, right? And we just used to fiend that game. But, like, months later, it got boring. And it's just, like, we couldn't see each other and stuff. And it's just, like, it got worse. How did, how did you
2: adjust? What did you do instead?
3: We started linking up, playing basketball, and yeah.
5: Violating COVID.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Not calling the them him out. Just called him
5: out. Because he's over here. Like, we was linking up. Y'all was supposed to be six feet away. Right. <laughs> with Max. Y'all wasn't even supposed to be touching the same ball.
0: <laughs> no, the next question I wanted to ask. Why do some youth, grades went down when they was home. You had a chance to concentrate at home. Some youth Me? was at home, okay. their grades went down. Then some youth, while they was in school, grades went up, and then it went down, and vice right versa. Why did that, how, how did that happen like that?
1: Well, I feel like home is the most distracting place <laughs> you can be in <laughs> to get grades. That's why mine just went down, because I got distracted by so many different things. Going out, playing on my phone, it was just... That's being. At, I feel like school is better because you focus more. There's more restrictions, mm. and being at home, I just I did whatever. I didn't really care.
3: Not gonna lie, I say there are pros and cons. The pros though, like I ain't glad. it's easy to cheat online. For being <laughs> honest, <laughs> but like the cons though, it's just like you don't really want to look at a screen and do homework and just look and do the work. Right. Yeah. Right, just do something else at your crib so you just get distracted easily.
1: Right. I said, like, oh, I'll do it later. Yeah. And then I'm not doing it. That's how it is. So.
5: Um, I mean, for me, my thing was just more so like, I lost motivation. Like in school, it's easier for you to have that motivation because you got to your teacher, like, you know, you got to do this at the end of the third. Or it's like you're over here just surrounded with like the energy, like everyone around you is energetic. Mm-hmm. Whereas on Zoom, you're kind of like, what am I even doing this for? And like, Also, like um, Tim had said, including like the mental health, I feel like just being isolated all the time, you like, it's the same cycle. You wake up, you look at your computer, and then you're just sitting in the house. And it's like, that was, like, depressing, and it's boring. And I feel like that also played a big role in motivation, especially with how people had to learn how to adjust to doing everything online. Like, a lot of people were used to having, like, paper, and they're, like, writing, and they're typing, and it's like, then you're online, and it's like, what if this doesn't go through? And then you did your assignment, but it didn't go through, and then you're like, I'm not doing it again. (laughs) It was just loss of motivation and complications.
4: Yeah, like, you know, I said, for me, I was kind of, like, just... Lost some motivation because me, I, me personally, I, I already didn't like school, but like <laughs> I'm like I had to be at school, so mm-hmm. the teachers were always like trying to make me do stuff. But mm-hmm. I'm at home, so no one has to make me do anything. Right. You
2: had to find that motivation on your own. Yeah. So I think for you, I mean, that's and that's a, that's an interesting um, thing because I think for for someone like Javinsky, who needed that, that it did probably become a positive. And then I think for other students, again, I can talk for my daughter, for example, I think it was a struggle because she she thrives on that teacher attention. Like that's kind of how she can learn more. So for her, it was a struggle to be at home. Um, so, I mean, to your to your point, Tim, I think that's kind of what it is. I think it depends on the student, you know, um, you know what it is that they need, which which again is why I made which why COVID made things so complicated. Um I want to remind the audience that you are listening to the VIP show with four brilliant minds from our young, our Youth Police and Partnership Program (YPP) summer program at Children's Services of Roxbury. The VIP show is brought to you by Children's Services of Roxbury and WBCA 102.9 FM Boston. Um, Today in the studio, we have Josh Javinsky, Rocky, and Niara. And if you've been listening to the VIP show which I know you have because you enjoy listening to these young people, then you know that we have a segment, each show that is produced fully by the young people based on what they want to talk about. Um, and this week um, they have a very uh, great topic that they want to share. So I'm going to shut up and I'm going to allow them to introduce their topic. So without further ado, our young people, go for it. All
5: right. We're just talking about art. So power of yes. art. I'm sorry, we had to add that. Yes. Power <laughs> I want to ask everyone, what do y'all think when you hear the word art? What comes to mind? Um, honestly, I think everything is art. That's right. kind of, like, my thing. I feel like you can turn anything to art, which is kind of controversial when you say that because some people would be like, oh, you can't just say anything is art. But honestly, everything is art. Like, I feel like the main, peop- main things people think of is, like, actual visual art, like drawing, paintings, and then music and dance. But, like, you can really make art out of anything. Exactly.
4: Yeah, I feel like like anything is art. As long as like like you like it, it's it's art. Mm-hmm. To
3: me, art is an inspiration. I could be lazy in the morning, I play some music, I get up and start. Mm. You feel me?
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> what was that what was that Josh? Did I get it? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. okay. All right, all right. Um actually
5: Javinsky, don't you be doing, like, you be drawing and stuff, right? Yeah. Can you talk to me about that? Like, why do you like to draw?
4: I think it's more, like, it doesn't really, like, when you're drawing, it doesn't really have to be of anything specific. It just could just be, like, something to calm you down, you know, something to focus on while you, like, try to think of something else, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh. I think it's also, like, like, you could put your emotions out on paper, you
5: know. So, like, the drawings that you do, you, like, typically, that's, like, for you to ex- express yourself? Yeah, kind
3: of. Okay, I like that. I'm gonna add on to that. Because then, out like, in school, when I be bored, I do be on my paper and just, like, what do you call that thing when you just, like, doodle? doodle? Yeah, yeah Scribble, but, like, doodle. no, but, like, you <laughs> actually, like, draw, though, like, but, like, you feel me? And then you just, like, yeah,
5: it, it put is... your mind into something. Yeah, that's but, true. That, it, I actually, that makes a lot of sense. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, it's okay. it's okay. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Because, like, you go to museums and some people be like, this is just paint splattered on a paper. And it's like, but this is how this person was, like, feeling. Like, I've watched movies before where people have, like, been in them and they're like, yeah, you see the splash of red mixed with the brown and you can just see that they was going through a lot. So
1: Yeah, um, when, when I went to an art museum, is that what it was called, I went there. There were a lot of abstract paintings, and I would just stare at them and try to think what this person meant while they were, while they were drawing this. Mm-hmm. There was one painting I saw. It was just a hole, nothing else, and that made me think of emptiness. Mm-hmm. I thought that's what made me think when I saw that. That's what it made me think when I was
5: seeing that picture. That's what I really like about art, especially like visual art, because you get to like make your own idea out of what's going on.
4: I think that's nice. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's like, like I think art is is like a way of like, like writing a story without make, actually writing words out. Oh my and god. And I think it's like, <laughs> like <laughs> I love that. <laughs> like many people, many people can okay. interpret one thing <laughs> different ways, but it's like there's no wrong answers. It's like all right, that's because mm. that's how you
0: interpret it. That's what I love. I love exactly. That. I
1: love how you said
0: that. Um, Javinsky, this. Um, <coughs> I must say I'm very impressed with you right now. This where sometimes I would say as me as a staff. I don't know how I missed this. This, this you know, I was, haven't been here this long. <laughs> she know you like drawing and stuff. And um, how did I miss this? And um, I ain't know this was your conference zone. And I'm happy to hear that because you know, I know when I was trying to push you and push you. You're a great guy. You're very respectful. And I wanted one of you grow more. How did I miss this that you like to draw and be like, ah, right. how did I miss this why you been with us so long? I've never seen this and I'm very proud of you what you're doing right now.
5: Yeah guys. Remember his name. You might see him one day in the museum. Right. Yes, sir. <laughs> Keep going, Jim, Vince. You
1: you might I, be. I crazy. wanna hear
0: about I wanna hear about this. How did I miss this? Um I'm happy to hear this. How did I miss <laughs> all this?
1: I guess
4: I don't really talk about myself personally like that I guess
1: for me from seeing Davinsky in the program he
5: seemed very quiet
1: so but is. a lot of artists thought
5: how did you get into like drawing and your art and everything
4: I, I don't know I just i just <laughs> did it <laughs> have, have you been doing really, it
2: since a, at a young since a young age davinsky yeah
4: I didn't really have like a like a start I just kind of just did it whenever
0: is it free? freehand or you just draw a freehand? Yeah. What's up? You know I'm calling on you now when it comes to <laughs> this drawing and stuff. And stuff. Um, it's all good, though. I, I didn't even know you was doing this, but this was all great. Um, hand, hand is great news, so, but I will be coming to you. Now, I
2: don't get a chance to spend a lot of time in the day-to-day part of the program. I get a chance to interact with the young people very limitedly. But when I do, I'm always so genuinely impressed by the level of talent um, in the room. I also appreciate the the newer young people like Josh meeting Niara today for the first time, me and Rocky today for the first time. Like, I get, I see the, the energy that you guys are bringing to this program, and I love it. I love every bit of it. So, thank you for what you're already doing and what you're bringing to YPP.
5: Thank you for thank allowing you. us
2: to do that. You're right. No, I'm, I, not, I'm not allowing you to do anything. You are doing what you are meant to do. And I, as my role is really just to be able to help create opportunities. And if you take advantage of them, that's you. I can take no credit for that. So thank you for taking advantage of the, the opportunity.
0: That's all, y'all. Well, you said something that was very important, Harry. Something that you just, and this is I always say to the youth, I always say this. The hard work y'all do, y'all created this. This is what y'all do. Y'all bring the energy. We have fun. Um, so, uh, and what you can see, you know, the hard work they do. And I said, I want y'all to get credit for the work. I know staff, you know, implement this stuff, but they take ownership of it. And that's why I'm very proud of this group. Everyone that come in here on this radio, but not on this radio, but if you see them in person, if you see the energy, and no matter what we act, they make it happen. Yeah. What I love is every group that's
2: been on the show so far. Every group, and we and this is on recording, so it's not me making it up. Every group has said how much they appreciated about making friendships with everyone else in the group. That's, I mean, that says it right there because they don't have to. That's that's just coming from them. That's not a question. They have said that this is what they appreciate most about being a YPP is the friendships they've been able to build and the relationships they're building with each other. So listen, um, that a, says it all. In a short matter of time. In a short, short matter of time. So that being said, I wanna give the young people an opportunity. Is there anything else that you wanna share with the audience, a last, a last word, a last piece of wisdom, anything before we wrap this up?
1: I would like to say to everyone, keep your heads up. You can do
5: anything you want to if you try. Um, I just want to tell everybody, you know, YOLO, do everything. You know, you only live <laughs> once. Period. So, yeah, YOLO. Make, take every opportunity you can. Make every choice that you can. Don't, like, doubt yourself. Right.
3: All I got to say is be yourself. Be a leader. Don't be one of them. It's, it's, yeah, it's <laughs> don't be one of
4: them. Uh, I got to say, like, don't let other people limit, put limits on what you can do. Only you know what you can do. So, you know, so do what you want to do.
2: If these mics weren't so expensive, I'd tell you to drop them. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening to the VIP show. You've been listening to Voices in Progress. Again, the Voices in Progress of Youth Police and Partnership, the young people at YPP. Uh, This is another, just again, an amazing conversation. Uh, You can find out more about Youth Police and Partnership and Children's Services of Roxbury by going to our website at www.csrox.org. Uh, You can also um, find out more about the VIP show and listen to the VIP show on episodes on our website, uh, wbca.podbean.com. So you can find all the shows there online. Again, uh, we always want to uh, just again, thank uh, BNN and WBCA for hosting us. I want to thank the young people here in the studio today for blessing us with your presence. I want to thank Tim for all the work he does at YPP. Um, once again, thank you for listening to the VIP show. We'll catch you next time. Be safe out there. Three, two, one. This, this is VIP the VIP show, show on WBCA 102.9, 102.9 FM Boston.
1: Hey, guys. Y'all ready? How was your day? <laughs> 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 let me take Mine's a picture from great. my mom. That's they good, Tim. <laughs> okay. Mine's always
0: good.
5: Wait, let me take a picture. Yeah, because my mom would just the ultimate my blast Right?
0: Your mother be always be up in what?
5: All up in my beeswax.
0: She's supposed to. She's your mama.
5: But yeah. she <laughs> No, no. Where's she supposed to be? In her beeswax, right?
2: Which is you? No. Look at that she your had, beeswax.
5: <laughs> she need to mind the business that pays her. i make sure.
2: Oh, I'm gonna, sure, whoa. Oh, whoa. I'm gonna record whoa. that. Yara. I'm recording that, and I'm sending it to your mom right send after. That, this.
5: Send that to her mom. That wasn't nice.